0: Welcome to Harmonia. I'm Angela Mariani. This hour, we'll celebrate the life and music of William Byrd 400 years after his death. Writing for the Chapel Royal of the Anglican Church, Byrd was Catholic in a time and place where it was easier to be Protestant, and his Catholic activism did not go unnoticed. A favorite of Queen Elizabeth I, Byrd survived when others did not. Later, our featured release is George Frederick Handel, Coronation Anthems, Justin Doyle leads Academy für Alte Musik Berlin and RIAS Kammerchor Berlin in ceremonial English music from their 2023 Harmonia Mundi release. Send forth thy sighs, performed by Ensemble Celadon, and Climb Not Too High, performed by soprano Klerce van Feldhoven, and recorder quintet Seldom Seen. Two pieces by Nathaniel Patrick, a contemporary of William Byrd. English composer William Byrd was born around 1539 into an upper-class musical family. In his youth, Byrd studied with Thomas Tallis, and he took his first professional position at Lincoln Cathedral as Master of Choristers and Organist in 1563. When Byrd left Lincoln Cathedral for a job at the Chapel Royal in London in 1572, he still drew an income from the Lincoln position. Byrd's business savvy served him well, particularly as a Catholic in a time and place of significant political and spiritual conflict when Protestantism took reign. Byrd's many compositions for Lincoln Cathedral included some in nomine settings. This is a type of instrumental fantasia based on the phrase in nomine from the plain chant tune Gloria Tibi Trinitas. It's often performed on viols, violin band, or recorders. We'll hear two in nomine pieces by William Byrd performed on recorders. Here are in nomine for five, number five, and in nomine seldom seen. settings of In Nomine by Elizabethan composer William Byrd, the second of which is called In Nomine Seldom Seen, which I'm guessing was the inspiration for the name of the ensemble, the Dutch recorder quintet Seldom Seen. Byrd was close colleagues with Thomas Tallis for much of his life. Tallis's high-profile career included working for four British monarchs, Henry VIII, Edward VI, Mary I, and Elizabeth I. Let's hear let God arise in majesty by Thomas Tallis. Amen. Let God Arise in Majesty, from nine psalm tunes for Archbishop Parker's Psalter by English composer Thomas Tallis. Harry Christophers directed The Sixteen. Together with Tallis, Byrd secured an enviable professional feat. Queen Elizabeth granted the two composers special printing rights for over a decade. Byrd and Tallis alone were able to sell printed staff paper and part music in England. The two published Canzione Sacre in 1575. Even with the Queen's backing, however, this publication was a bit of a commercial flop. We'll hear Sermone Blando Angelus by Thomas Tallis from Cancioni Sacre. Sermone Blando Angelus by Thomas Tallis from the 1575 publication Canciones Sacre. David Skinner led Alamire vocal ensemble. Bird and Tallis' monopoly lasted over a decade. Many of Bird's pieces from this time are wildly innovative, using the latest compositional techniques from Italy, like double imitation while the queen appreciated bird's resemblance to great italian masters like alfonso ferrobosco bird's popular appeal may have been limited for amateur musicians gathering around a table to read consort music after a long day since his motets may have seemed a bit academic and technically difficult for that situation bird and Ferrabosco knew each other well and had a sort of amicably competitive relationship their joint attempt to write 40 settings of the Compline chant Miserere Michi was to be released in 1603 under the publisher's puffed-up title, Medulla, music sucked out of the sap of two of the most famous musicians that ever were in this land. For some reason, it was never published. Let's hear Pavane for Five in C Major by Alfonso Ferrabosco. Phantasm Vile Consort perform music by Alfonso Ferrabosco, Pavan for Five in C Major. Early music can mean a lot of things. What does it mean to you? Let us know your thoughts and ideas. Contact us at harmoniaearlymusic.org, where you'll also find playlists and an archive of past shows. You're listening to Harmonia. I'm Angela Mariani. Welcome back. We're celebrating the life of English Renaissance composer William Byrd this hour. In the 1570s and 80s, fierce enforcement of recusancy laws began in England. These laws punished English subjects who refused to attend Church of England services. While the still new church had many followers, the devout as well as the reluctant, Catholicism was still strong in England, and many prominent English either hid their faith to avoid persecution or escaped harm due to their connections. Byrd protested the recusancy laws in his compositions, and many works from this time include last words from well-known martyrs. Let's hear Deus Venerunt Gentes the psalm text laments deaths of the faithful, saying, They have placed the dead bodies of your servants as food for the birds of the sky, the flesh of your saints for the beasts of the earth. In writing this piece, Bird was likely referring to Edmund Campion, a Jesuit leader who was executed in 1581. Christopher's directed The Sixteen in Deus Venerunt Gentes by William Byrd. Although Byrd was eventually excommunicated, many of his pro-Catholic works survive. Some pieces use biblical martyrs as parallels for contemporary Catholic leaders, including Robert Southwell and Henry Garnet, Jesuits with whom Byrd met in secret. His piece Circum Spice Jerusalem, which celebrates sons returning from the East, may have been written for Southwell and Garnet. Despite these challenges to his faith, Byrd remained a favorite artist of Queen Elizabeth and was therefore kept from any physical harm. Circumspice Jerusalem by William Byrd. The Cardinal's music was led by Andrew Carwood. For our featured release, we remain in Great Britain and even closer to the crown with a recording by Akademie für Alte Musik Berlin of coronation anthems. Such anthems have been used to mark the ascension of a new monarch in the British Isles for over a thousand years the ceremony garnered special attention in 1660 at the end of cromwell's english commonwealth period at the ascension of charles the second charles was a major supporter of the arts and employed twenty-four violinists similar to those at much richer courts like louis the fourteenth in france he also employed a wind band his majesty's sackbuts and cornets as well as seventeen trumpeters many choirs musicians and other artists Let's hear music for the coronation of a monarch a few decades later, George II. Here's William Croft's Now I Know That the Lord Saveth His Anointed. From his coronation work, The Lord is a Sun and a Shield. That was Now I Know That the Lord Saveth His Anointed, from The Lord is a Sun and a Shield, by English composer William Croft. Academie für Alte Musik Berlin and Rias Kammerchor Berlin were led by Justin Doyle in our featured release, George Frederick Handel, Coronation Anthems. Handel's Coronation Anthems for George II are some of the most famous works for any coronation his anthem zadok the priest was so well received that it has been used at every english coronation since seventeen twenty seven the anticipatory orchestral introduction to the text is nearly a minute and a half long the long suspenseful build-up releases powerful joy when the choir enters with a biblical account of solomon's ascension zadok the priest and nathan the prophet anointed solomon king and all the people rejoiced and said God save the King. Long live the King. May the King live forever. Amen. Alleluia. Handel's coronation anthem, Zadok the Priest, featuring Académie für Alte Musik Berlin and Rias Kammerchor Berlin. We'll conclude with a Chaconne, not written specifically for a coronation, but included in the Coronation Anthem CD. The Chaconne in G major for strings was composed by John Blow, who was appointed to the prestigious post of organist at Westminster Abbey when he was still a teenager and was associated with the court of James II. Academie für Alte Musik Berlin were led by Justin Doyle in that recording of John Blow's Chacon in G Major from our featured CD, the 2023 Harmonia Mundi-Release George Frederick Handel, Coronation Anthems. Harmonia is a production of WFIU and part of the educational mission of Indiana University. Support comes from Early Music America, a national organization that advocates and supports the historical performance of music of the past, the community of artists who create it, and the listeners whose lives are enriched by it, on the web at earlymusicamerica.org. Additional resources come from the William and Gail Cook Music Library at the Indiana University Jacobs School of Music. We welcome your thoughts about any part of this program or about early music in general. Contact us at HarmoniaEarlyMusic.org. You can follow us on Facebook by searching for Harmonia Early Music. The writer for this edition of Harmonia was Sarah Schilling. Thanks to our studio engineer Michael Pashkash and our production team, Luann Johnson, Aaron Kane, and John Bailey. I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join us again for the next edition of Harmonia.